Hi, this is Dale Buchanan, the host of Puppy Talk Podcast. Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know of my new book, The Complete Puppy Training Manual. It's available on Amazon in four formats Kindle ebook, paperback, hardcover, and audiobook. You can find it on Amazon right now. It's called The Complete Puppy Training Manual, and I will put a link in the show notes of this episode. I'm Dale Buchanan, and this is Puppy Talk, the podcast that offers advice on how to raise a happy, healthy, and obedient puppy. For more training tips, visit our website at puppytalkpodcast.com. Welcome to Puppy Talk episode number 44 and the official one-year anniversary of Puppy Talk. We started this podcast on January 8th, 2021. And I am so grateful for everybody who has listened and participated and asked questions and bought me a coffee through the website, puppytalkpodcast.com, and very grateful for our sponsor, Mendota Pet. If you can, please check out their website, mendotapet.com. They have so many great products, including leashes, collars, and toys, and many other things. So please check them out, mendotapet.com. Today's episode, I'm going to discuss puppy leash training tips. This is a very hot topic with all of the puppies that I train. Whenever I go to start training a 8, 12, 16-week-old puppy, there's always issues with them walking on the leash because there are a lot of things that the owners are not doing correctly. So I want to address those here. And keep in mind, there are three different types of walks for dogs or puppies. They include a potty break, which is just quickly going outside, a training walk, which we're going to talk about today, and an enrichment walk, which we will talk about in another episode. Nothing is more important than the dog walk. And I mean nothing. My dog that I had, Spalding, who died two years ago in April of 2020, learned all of his obedience through leash training. The trainer that I hired in 2008 when I lived in Alabama used old school leash training techniques. And I learned from her how to teach obedience, discipline, and build the relationship with Spalding through the leash. And at that time, I got a great book by Patricia McConnell called The Other End of the Leash. I'll put a link to that book in the show notes. That book refers to us, not the dog. Most of the issues that the dog has or puppy has when walking outside on a leash is our fault. It's the owner's and the handler's issue, not so much the dog. And I'm going to talk about that in this episode. So again, today we're talking about and reviewing tips for leash training your puppy. The first thing you need to do before you even go outside is set your attention for the walk. What do you want to achieve during this walk? Where are you going? What is going to be the pace? What are you projecting to happen? Are you already creating a story? That your dog is going to misbehave and bark and lunge or lay down and do nothing. 
Because if you're doing that, that's not good. Set your intention, create the outcome from the very beginning in your mind. Let that resonate in your body language and in your thoughts. And that will help get the puppy set up for a great walk. The next thing that you want to do is you want to get good equipment. I will put links in the show notes to some things that you can get that will help you be a better handler with your puppy. First thing, no rear clip harness. If you have a rear clip harness and you're expecting your puppy to learn anything, it's not going to happen because all you're doing is you are setting the puppy up to actually pull more and you don't want that. It's like a puppy being on a sled, pulling a sled. You don't want that. I recommend and use an easy walk harness, which clips on the front, or a flat collar, or a slip lead. The next thing to note is that the walk starts inside the house. The dog should be calm and relaxed. Very relaxed. If your dog is barking and goofing off as you're getting ready to open the door after you put the equipment on, don't go outside. Just stop right there. Get the puppy to relax. Grab a couple of treats. Get the puppy focused on you. Because remember, this is your walk with your puppy, and your goal is to discipline and build relationship with your puppy through the walk. When you go down the road and your puppy's engaged with you and looking at you, you've achieved a high level of handling experience that will help your puppy learn how to behave outside and inside. So the walk starts inside the house as you're putting on the equipment and before you leave the house. The dog should be calm and relaxed. If once outside, the puppy begins to pull, just stop. And I mean stop and don't say or do anything. You go to the front step, you get out to your sidewalk, you go out to the street, the puppy starts goofing off and pulling and wanting to do this and that, just stop. This is going to help slow down their mind and let them understand that they can't go anywhere without you because you have the leash. They can't move. They're going to pull. You stand your ground. Root your feet into the ground as if you're rooting a tree. Tree roots are coming out of your feet and you're going into the ground and you're not going to budge. And the puppy's pulling and pulling and it's getting upset and he's crying and he's barking and he's getting upset and he's getting more upset. Shorten the leash, bring the puppy closer to you, and don't do anything else. After about 30 or 60 seconds, the puppy will calm down and stop and realize if he wants to do anything, he needs to cooperate with you and you're not moving. Then you can start moving one or two steps at a time and let the puppy realize that he has to move slowly with you, not fast, not off to the grass, not out and in the street, on the sidewalk next to you. This is going to take practice. This is going to take time. More patient you are here, the sooner that your puppy will realize there's only so much that they're going to be able to do and get away with on the walk because you have the leash and this is a partner. This is a team effort. And after a few times of this, your puppy will quickly realize that you're in control, not him. 
That's how you handle the situation of the puppy being overstimulated outside. Now, I can't stress enough that you do not have to talk to your puppy a lot when they are overstimulated when they go outside. If your puppy sees another dog or sees a person and wants to go over there and front paws are coming up off the ground and they're barking and lunging, the more you talk to your puppy during that time, the more you're reinforcing that behavior. And this is what I see most people do. Dixie, no, stop, no, down, stop, knock it off. Okay, stop. Oh, crap. Oh, Dixie, no, stop it. Stop, no, come over here. Dixie, Dixie, come, Dixie, come. And that's exactly what you don't want to do. What you do want is to say the command once and only once. Don't say the dog's name. You don't always have to say the dog's name. That's just something that a lot of owners do. They repeat the dog's name, the puppy's name, hundreds of times in a day. Say the command once. Sit. Good. Watch me. Good. Good boy. Good girl. That's it. And if you say sit once and they don't sit, back further away from the stimulus because you're inside the puppy's threshold and they can't control themselves. They're too close to the dog or the person that they're trying to get to and play with and and interact with. Back up a little bit and say sit calmly. Just say, good boy, good girl. Watch me. Very good. Give him a treat. Give him a treat. Give her a treat when they're doing what you want them to do. But please do not reinforce what you don't want them to do. This is a whole nother episode that I'm going to get into about reinforcing bad behaviors. And it's something that is very common with new puppy owners. But I'm not going to get into it in great detail here. Just note that if your puppy is not doing what you want them to do on a leash outside, by you constantly talking to them with commands and saying their name, is a form of affection, and it's reinforcing the bad behavior. So that's how you work on the puppy being out of control, overstimulated, and pulling and lunging and barking when you go outside. You're going to have to practice this. You're going to have to stay outside of the puppy's threshold of reactivity and calmly allow the puppy to realize it's a team effort. The next issue that I see a lot with new puppy owners, the next issue I see with new puppy owners is the puppy going outside and laying in the grass or laying on the street or the sidewalk. And this is also very bad because what it's teaching the puppy is to go outside and what's going to happen is they're going to be able to take a nap or lay down or cool down or whatever. And that's going to be at a different time. Remember, if you're trying to discipline your puppy and teach leash training skills and obedience, then them going outside and plopping down and not getting up when you ask them to is a form of them checking out. They don't want to do the training. So it's a very easy solution to this problem. Bring a squeaky toy or bring some high-value food rewards so that the puppy can have some motivation to get up and move. This is going to also take some practice. Your puppy goes outside, it goes in your front yard, or it goes on the grass, and it just lays there. Instead of saying a lot of commands to the puppy, use that squeaky toy or food 
get the puppy up and moving around and then keep walking. Go 15, 20, 50 feet. And if they plop down again, keep doing that. Now, here's the trick. If your puppy is laying down and you stimulate them to get them to move and then they get overstimulated and they start pulling and lunging and barking on the leash, you have to find a balance. This is where you have to pay very close attention and find a balance. If they're laying down in the grass and you get them up and you get them too excited, maybe you got them too excited by talking to them too much or using the squeaky toy too much or having food that was too high value. So you have to find the balance there. It's like a pendulum. Too far to the left, too far to the right, let it balance right in the middle. And that's very, very important, and that takes practice, but this will help build the relationship with your puppy. And then once you start doing this from an early age, 12, 16 weeks old, then your puppy will be good for life. They'll understand what you want as you continue to reinforce these positive behaviors and not reinforce the negative behaviors. This is going to take practice. This is going to take ongoing practice, not just once or twice, but you're going to have to do this. My dog Spalding died in 2020 at 12 years old. I took him out for six walks a day on average. Over 12 years, that's 25,000 walks. That means I had 25,000 opportunities to lease train and build the relationship between me and my dog. This is how important the leash walk is. How many times should you be walking your dog every day? Five to eight for puppies, I recommend. And a lot of owners don't do this. They bring their puppy out once or twice a day, let them go potty on pee pads, and then they bring them out to the backyard, let them run around. But when you do that, you're missing opportunities to discipline and build obedience and build the relationship with the puppy. Every time you walk, it's an opportunity for you and the puppy to learn. Now, some walks are not going to be discipline walks. They're not going to be obedience walks. They're going to be enrichment walks, and they're going to be just quick potty breaks, and we'll talk about those later. My dog, Dixie, who just turned, who was about to turn two years old in February, I've had her for since May of 2020. She goes on a minimum of eight walks a day. So that gives you an idea of how much time you need to spend with your dog with the leash to really get this down. And the last thing I'll say here is be patient and practice. Be patient and practice like anything else in life. If you want to learn how to play golf, if you want to learn how to play a musical instrument, you have to learn the skills and you have to practice. These podcasts are designed to teach you the skills, but I can't make you practice. You have to do that on your own. If you have any questions about what I've mentioned here in this episode, please contact me through the website, puppytalkpodcast.com. And if you find that this information is helpful to you, you can buy me a coffee also through the website, puppytalkpodcast.com. Have a great day. This is Dale Buchanan, host of Puppy Talk Podcast. I have an announcement of a new book that I just published called Potty Training Your Puppy. It's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback, soon to be available on audiobook. 
you can find out all the details of this book using the link in the show notes. It's called Potty Training Your Puppy. It's a comprehensive book with a simple and effective way to help potty train your puppy. And it really works. Check out the link in the show notes.